and welcome to the Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and social commentary from an Asian American perspective. I'm your host Marvin Yoi. Joining me as always is my co-host Christine Minji Chang. Hello, world. And today we're joined by our friend Josh Han. What up? Who's super, super, super hyper and excited <laughs> to be here? Yeah, he's of fresh course. from his trip from、um, Malaysia. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk more about him about that whole thing because he was on um. Well, did you come back in time for Thanksgiving? No, but they did serve like Thanksgiving food, catering. That was really was, sweet. It was really nice. That was considering a、nice、that there's an international cast. Yep, we'll get into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was、Super、just、happy. Thanksgiving weekend,、um, which last felt week. like a week. So now we're officially clear to celebrate or to、um, prepare for Christmas. World,、Woo! you are now. Allowed. Cue the music to play. <laughs> Sleigh bells ring, ling, ring, ding, ding. Now we're gonna sing all podcasts. No, Marvin. I don't know if you listen to、I'm、our old podcast. Edit all that out. No, get in the holiday spirit. Do it, bro. Rudolph the red. <laughs> if you guys get,、uh, we have red clown nose microphones, so I did a little improv there. The red pop filters. The red pop、nose. filters. Was my Rudolph nose? No, so Marvin's very, very strongly against celebrating Christmas before Thanksgiving. He just、oh. thinks that you're jumping the gun a little bit there, and you need to respect the time that should be allotted towards giving thanks. I just feel like every year Christmas has been creeping. It has this year. It has. It's creeped all the way. <laughs> There was Christmas decorations for sale before Halloween. I saw that. I actually saw that at, at one like Walgreens that I walked into, and I was like, "Yo, I, I was a little bit like, okay." Getting a little ahead of ourselves. It was like after Labor Day, and they're already sure, getting like、yeah. all the things. It's like as soon as Halloween's done, it's like Christmas. Yeah. Then, well, yeah. now it's the new holiday of like Black Friday is like a real holiday for people, <laughs> and they're celebrating it.、So、it's not a holiday. It's just、um, it's treated as such. What it? What it? Someone、day. said it's like it's basically it's like the Hunger Games, right? It's a way to placate the masses so that they don't <laughs> revolt against their capitalist masters or whatever. But giving、okay. them deals. I need them. Yeah, I need. <laughs> but are they? See, we talked about this last week. So I was saying, like, if you if you actually went into the retail world, like, what's actually a deal? It's all marketing. It's like the exact same price, maybe decreased at four cents, and they're like, it's on sale. But it also provides, you know, like when the media covers Black Friday, like crowds and violence and fights. It's not like check out this like really fucked up thing. It's like. Oh, it's Black Friday again. People are really into their deals and you know stabbing each other and shit. <laughs> well, I heard that people did get trampled. My friend, I, she came over Friday night, and she this is a high school girl, and she said her seventeen year old friend who was working at like a department store had a mannequin get knocked over on her. <laughs> that li- literally happened last Friday too. Like, and this wasn't like oh, it was like a viral video on Facebook. It was like oh, to my family friends. BFF from high school got a mannequin topple over on her because these two women were like, "Just get out of my way." People just need to calm down. Seriously、just、though, need to chill out. I don't know. People enjoy it. If you enjoy it, that's cool. I, mean, I bought a bunch of stuff on Amazon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.、Yeah. Like it's become. No one got hurt. No one got hurt except the servers that melted. <laughs> people are like, oh my god, I can't handle it. There's too many people. <laughs> I have so many presents to buy. <laughs> Well, now it's sandwich, and this is what I was thinking. Like it's it's Black Friday, Cyber Monday, then it's Giving Tuesday, right? What the hell is Giving Tuesday? I, I just where saw you、that. have to make up for days, all your selfishness. No, it's, it's the day where after Black Friday and Cyber Monday, if you have any money left, which most people you give it to charity. Yeah, it's a joke. It's, it's just a- such a funny. Like <laughs> I just took a step back and I was like, really? 
This is like as a society, we were just like just not right. Evolving. <laughs> we're like we're trying to make right of the fact that we spent it's priorities. You know, it's gluttony. And then selfishness. selfishness. Well, no, I mean you're doing your Christmas shopping Black Friday ostensibly, right? I, I hope so. I don't know. I bought shit for myself. So are you know. buying stuff? Like, are you buying your 70 inch screen TV no. for your parents? <laughs> I bought myself a nice USB microphone so I can do some recording overseas when I go on my trip. Good. I bought myself a tripod, like a little cell phone tripod for some vlogging. I'm thinking of doing i don't know if i'm actually gonna do vlogging nice. over there do it that's and awesome and i bought what else did i buy oh i bought a new moleskin because i'm almost out of pages of mine so moleskins those are such well-branded so little... so bougie these moleskins <laughs> <laughs> i love them but i'm like man i'm paying 20 bucks i know for, this for a notebook thing. <laughs> you could go to daiso you could go to any asian market right and mm. buy like an 89 cent notebook <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm excited to go to you know like Asian stationery stores are like yes. the best. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. have. I, I bought a moleskin like last time I was in Japan. Exactly. And it had like all the land um, of knockoffs. It had the subway maps of London, Paris, Japan, Ooh. and like um, that's dope. New York that's in cool. like the footnotes area. It's pretty awesome. I don't know, but when I grew up, I was like all my money that when I don't know where. I, when I grew up, <laughs> hello what, child. Well, shut up. <laughs> what do you want? To be I'm when you not grow fully. Up? Hello, I'm I'm learning as an adult. But she just turned thirty. Okay, yeah. Like, Come on. Let's <laughs> let's be real. It's twenty fifteen. Is thirty really an adult? Um, but uh, all my money that I don't know how I earned because this is before I started working. I guess it's allowance money, but all my money went towards stationery. All of it. It was all towards <laughs> nonsensical station and like all these things that made no sense. It was like nonsensical English. It was really pretty. Oh yeah, it like just made the, no sense. Like the morning glory or yeah, oh, it was a morning yeah. glory. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sunshine heart of fields things. For some reason I thought I what morning glory was might have been a sex thing. I was like, am I saying that right? No, I didn't. Okay, see, and I didn't know that it was a like a sexual innuendo until later. And they're like, Is "What's it? your favorite store?" And I was like, "Morning glory." And they're like, "What?" Huh. Is it a sex thing? I know glory. Like, yeah, let's not get into that. Anyway, it is, but whatever. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Marvin brought it Pens up. and notebook stationery were my life. I'm excited. Yeah, so maybe she should have gotten the moleskin, unless it was like super cheap. Nah, it was okay. It was like 20 Who bucks. Needed I, needed, them, I just needed a something to journal on, so yeah. Journaler. So yeah. Hipster. I'm trying to so write I, I brought my moleskin with me too, man. Yeah. And they're you? just, hell yeah. Did you? Did you yeah. write in it though? Yeah, yeah. Good. I do like writing it like when I have time, just like some serious downtime, but wasn't as much as I wanted. It never is. It never is. It never is. <laughs> but yeah, this past week was Thanksgiving. So let's just get into our first segment, which is a roundtable. We all bring topics to talk about. And um, the first topic, let's just talk about Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? Mine was really good. I Snapchatted like a mofo. She did. You did. <laughs> I was like, Minji's going at it. I was on a rampage. <laughs> Is that how you racked up your 75 gigabyte? I think um, so. I, actually, that all makes sense book. now. Yeah, like, I, I was like, wow. That's how true. Can, it's in this I month. Out, how so a little background. Minji's thinking of switching off her um, Sprint plan onto T-Mobile. But one of the things that's kind of hindering, kind her. Of hindering her is her um, unchecked <laughs> um, data usage. Well, I want unlimited. When you have unlimited, you don't check that because you just use True. I use a lot we of data. Take. Yeah, we just take. <laughs> Unchecked this too. I'm part of obscene, Consumer America. All the things I'm judging. Obs- I am. I am. Obscene. No, but it was that one usage. day in particular because I was cooking and it started like the full day. Actually, started full two days before where we were shopping. So if I had had, 
it was like my mini vlog which i actually downloaded my story so it's fun i'm glad i did it but it was it was just a lot of fun i was like my little brother wasn't with me and he's usually my shoe my shoe my sous chef sous chef sous chef he's my sous chef and so i wanted him to be able to to see everything like he was there because mm. i missed him a lot which is ironic because he doesn't have snapchat i was telling him damn well snapchat and you can see it's everything. so hard to I snapchat feel like that's, and cook it is it's like one of the hardest things because you're yeah. like cooking you're waiting like oh my god this and then you gotta take the gloves off and put it back on like oh my god it's gonna burn <laughs> it's a headache you do that with your omelets or whatever yeah i do it with omelets and like breakfast food is easy but then like with turkey and you got like other stuff that's why i can then... only do the final product i was like yeah. Ooh. It's like, you didn't make that. I made that. <laughs> I brined it. I roasted it. You should just have, like, someone else Snapchat for you. My, I was trying to teach my mom, but then I was like, oh, Just press and hold. Press <laughs> and hold. She, uh, no. It was a lot of fun, though. Yeah. I cooked a lot. And then it was, like, really, really, really perfect day of really good food. Nothing got wrecked. It was, like, some family came over, really good time. Well, how did your turkey turn out? Because you, you're brined for the first time, right? Wet brine, yes. It was so good. How'd what was go? in your brining liquid? What did you use? It was a cup of cold... I can't talk today. It was one cup of kosher salt, half a cup of brown sugar, a bunch of rosemary, a handful of peppercorns, and some ginger and garlic. Oh. It was really good. And some bay leaves. And then you tried the... Um, you did a new style of marinade, right? Like a new technique? So I just... Yeah, I like... this new like technique? Yeah. It's making this brine and like dunking the entire turkey and soaking in it, soaking it in it overnight. Oh. Which I usually like we season it and like it's a dry brine. We like put yeah, season yeah, like yeah. whatever. But this was like dunking the whole thing and it's supposed to make it super tender mm. and flavorful and, you know, juicy. keeps it juicy, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So you don't have to base and all this stuff. And I've been doing Thanksgiving for 15 years. So this is the first time I did it that way. And it was so good. It turned nice. out really, really good. How many hours did it take to brine the turkey? Or to, we to just did it, it the night before. Yeah, we did that at like see. eight or nine p.m. the night before. I usually do. Before I moved out here, my brother and I we would always deep fry one. So my mom would cook I one. I want to try that. It's it's it is dangerous, okay. but um, it's 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 so awesome. Why is it so uh, dangerous? Like it's gonna explode? Well, the oil's hot. The oil's well, hot. Well, yeah, I know. So that. It'll, it'll boil over. Oh. We have like we have like an external propane tank with just a burner, like a giant Bunsen yeah. burner type thing. Oh, so you have one of those like the, the pot ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my the, god, the thing that's with, scary. Um, the thing with um, deep fryers is just you have to be very very careful with the levels. Yeah. Because if you put too little, then the whole the turkey doesn't get cooked fully. Right. Yep. Put too much, it'll start splashing. Yeah. That's a lot of oil. How big are your turkeys? 15 pounds? Yeah, that's yeah. huge. It's like you know, a yeah, gallon we, we, of like peanut oil usually or something. No, yeah, we need yeah. five gallons. Oh my God. Yeah. Hi, Costco. Yeah, yeah seriously. And you have to cook it outside. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. Do it indoors. So ours was yeah. like spilling over. It didn't catch fire, but it would spill over. But then like we would do a dry rub and then I would flavor inject it with like I would use, it's like honey, beer, um, something else. There's like other stuff that we use, but then we you boil it, mix it all together, flavor inject that shit. <laughs> Man, the hand just, motions you just so flavor and flavor oh so the so i did a combination so i i did the wet brine you take it out you have to soak it in fresh water for a few few minutes to like get all the excess salt out yeah then you dry it and then i did a, a butter i did a massive buttering of this turkey nice. so i took herbed butter and i with that i made myself from like garlic powder 
butter, parsley, like all this other stuff. And then I put it under the skin. Oops, sorry. Under the, all my hand motions. I put it <laughs> under the skin of the turkey, all under, uh, over the breast, oh, and then wow. on the drumsticks and all on the outside. So it like kind of based itself. Oh, nice. so good. Yeah. Um, nice. Um, what do you guys do after Thanksgiving? Like, what do you guys do with the leftovers? I used to make turkey or the Thanksgiving sandwich. It's like yeah. The best. I d- didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> We usually just eat the turkey. Like, actually, that goes quickly. I have my dad. I have two brothers. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. me, and then my mom. Like, she eats the least out of us. But we, it's just our leftovers vanish pretty fast. I don't even know how it gets consumed. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to make a Thanksgiving sandwich, which is turkey. Then you put mashed potatoes or macaroni, whatever you have in the sandwich. Stuffing, and then you put the cranberry and mayonnaise. And then yeah, just add add all. Just I'll add put, it all I in put there. gravy instead. And then they of call mayonnaise. that the Bobby, right? That is the Bobby. You know about it. <laughs> Why is it called the Bobby? There's a sandwich place called Capriati, Capriati's, Capriati's, and uh, I think it started off in the East Coast, but they have one here. Uh-huh. Uh, they yeah. have one in Beverly Hills, and then someone else or somewhere else. I think Capriati's. Okay. Yeah, they have the Thanksgiving okay. sandwich. They have them everywhere too. Like, it's I think it's just generally called the Bobby. It's, it's basically a turkey cranberry. It's just like a Thanksgiving dinner sandwich. Wait, it's like. Generally called the Bobby. I've seen it called the Bobby other places too. There's a there's a sandwich place at the, the Las Vegas Convention Center. The origins of this. Well. Yeah. Hmm. Learn something. Man. Yeah. Well, we had like a big Korean barbecue dinner the next day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Your mom's so we moved on quick. You know what I mean? It was like <laughs> Turkey Day and then bye back to ribs. So you know, I feel like all of our leftovers got. We just had our leftover pie. I made two pies, and one of them didn't turn out so good. Hmm. Pumpkin pie. The pumpkin pie didn't turn out that good. It was kind of mushy. Hmm. It's a very hard thing to get it the right consistency. Oh, did you make it from scratch? Yes, I did. Oh. That's, that's really impressive. But then I made an but apple pie from, scr- from scratch, and that came out really good. Yes, I failed. What about, has, have you guys ever made um, sweet potato pie? I've heard I haven't. That I heard that is that's so a good. superior like, yeah. substitute to the pumpkin pie. I heard so, too. <laughs> That's what but I have not. I have not yet made it. It is a superior. Is it superior? <laughs> substitute. I want to try to make... You know those those Japanese sweet potatoes, that the the purple ones. Yeah, I want to make those. I'll make it Friday. It'll be pleasant. Do all the fun things this weekend. <gasps> after, after I leave. <laughs> Aw, well, see now it's like we finally have a little breathing room, and then you go off to Asia. Yeah, I'm gonna be um... jet setting. Jet setting. Did you go to Fogo de Chao like you said you're gonna go? No, we end up going to Gyukaku instead. Oh, um, so, so we had Japanese Yakiniku. Place they had an all-you-can-eat special for Thanksgiving. Nice. Ooh. So 30 bucks for like their whole menu. What? Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> they must have lost money there. Holy shit. Well, it's the Pasadena <laughs> location, so they don't have the all-you-can-eat normally. Oh. So, and it wasn't really that crowded. I didn't you know, even know they had an all-you-can-eat option. I didn't they know They used to. Well, some of them do. Some of them don't. Mm. Um, I think usually it's a more limited menu. Mm. But yeah, it was pretty good. Um, they didn't have turkey, though. So... The reason we originally <laughs> thought about Fogo de Chao because, is because their Thanksgiving menu had turkey oh. on swords, but um, it was like way too expensive. Never mind. Um, you know what, though? I feel like Thanksgiving is a really, really chill time where everyone really does go to someone's house or like spends it with family. Because I remember a couple years in a row, my family and I used Thanksgiving Day to just do a random road trip around the bay. So we would drive through San Francisco. We would drive across the Golden Gate Bridge. We would drive up the coast, do all these random things because everyone was gone. Like the streets were super, super empty. And then we'd do turkey yeah. a different day. We'd either do it day before or day <clears throat> after. 
That's weird. My family's weird. Yeah. I just realized that this is the second year in a row, second year in a row, just the second year, yeah, in a row, (laughs) that (laughs) I did not have Thanksgiving, like, with family. Aw. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, last year, I just remembered, and, like, it it was, like, really stupid ex-girlfriend shit. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. And then I I was, I just remembered right now, and I was like, ugh. That ruined your Thanksgiving. That was so lame. Now you're reliving it. I don't so want to then be don't. So don't. <laughs> don't repeat it. Lesson learned. Yep. But then it's not th- worth this it. year. I didn't have a choice. But. I'm but you were they- with a lot of fun people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like you know all the people that were you know from the states, you know we would say Happy Thanksgiving and it's like yeah man it was good good vibes <laughs> good feelings. That's what's so cute. I love that. That's cool that like, they did that because yeah. it's not exactly like it's not a very Asian holiday. It's not. No, a, it's, like, it's not, not a non-American. Yeah. yeah, it's not an international it's just, thing. And there were like, only like a couple American guys there. Yeah, you're telling me, and it yeah. sounds like it was a m- massively international crowd, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. a handful of Americans. And I know a lot of people who, a lot of expats, you know, when they're abroad, like Asian kitchens don't have huge ovens. Yeah, so yeah. you can't really make a turkey. Yeah, yeah it's very, very. Yeah. And I actually watched a couple. Um, res- I was watching a ton of recipe videos the day before just to like gather info. I've been binging on Good Eats on Netflix for a while. That's a pretty good show. I have not watched oh. that show. Maybe I have it's on like, is, is it Food Network? It's Food Network. Yeah. yeah it's Alvin Brown's show. He's Alvin like, Brown. He's super like, and he directs it all and they're all shot. Like, he, I definitely yeah. watched him. That's the Brian video that Sarah sent. Sarah, thank you. Um, but who's the, um, who's a famous British chef? Um, there's a couple. The one that's Gordon re- Ramsay. The one that's always angry. That's Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay did yeah. a video on, and he was just talking about how for Christmas, British people eat a lot. Like turkey is like a Christmas. Yeah, thing. turkey and ham. But yeah, they, yeah. the turkey is like American turkey. So I, I, I guess like it's just mm. roasting this big turkey is like an American thing. I don't know. I'm like gathering big all portions this America. Woo! The pilgrims and the turkeys and. <laughs> Yeah, yeah Christopher Columbus like, is awful. Yeah, but I, yeah, I saw this video on Facebook <laughs> and I was like, man, oh, yeah, I hate him. Like, what a what a fucking <laughs> dick, bro. Let's, let's go. What? Why do we have a holiday for him? Yeah, that's been an issue for a long time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And also just the pilgrims and Indians thing. Like, you know, legends are legends for a reason. You know, they like you know celebrate. Like they they try to teach lessons and stuff. But if you like really think about, you know the fate of the native american like really that sad. was the beginning of a lot of sadness it's really sad it's yeah, really it's sad like it's one of those things where <laughs> like thanksgiving is pretty much a harvest festival yeah you know, it's like the uh, uh, the the they, um, they reap mid-autumn yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. like you know the it's a celebration of the harvest mm-hmm. you know like get everyone together we just like you know grew all this food let's eat and you know that giving thanks to you know the ground the whatever the harvest bound of harvest that's you know that's a very General, like it's a very broad, like not broad. What's the right word? General, universal, universal. If they're universal, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, but then you, you know, it just—it's a little unfortunate that you, you couch it around this kind of like this story of two different people coming together, which is nice too. And then you kind of think but about it's romanticized. The, like, if you think about the like really the gritty, is, yeah. realistic Thanksgiving movie that they can make, someone's kinda, making that. Someone's been yeah. trying to making that make that i'm sure it's already been made didn't someone times. make like a realistic pocahontas movie they did they yeah, did with uh, the what's new world face? um colin farrell. colin farrell yeah yeah i haven't watched that mm. i mean i was i grew up pocahontas came into my life when we were like nine or ten years old and i came it came through disney 
But then I did my research and I found out that it was. <laughs> I was like, I prefer the Disney. But the reality is just so so sad. Because like, yeah. wasn't John Smith supposed to be like some sort of like short like bald dude? I don't know. He definitely wasn't. Well, and then Pocahontas was really young. Yeah, oh yeah, right. she was like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. And that's weird. It's weird. <laughs> History is weird. But um, again, I mean, to not knock on Thanksgiving, I'm grateful as a holiday. It, it is this time for everyone to get together and be with family and yeah, eat together yeah. and just kind of break bread, relax, and be thankful. But I, I personally think that it should not shroud or like distract from appreciating or understanding what really happened. That's the kind of person I am. I don't like when you like overly romanticize something and act like it didn't happen or like, well, who cares? I'm like, no, that still really matters. I don't know what to do as a result of that. I'm just going to try and go forth and make good movies about real shit. (laughs) (laughs) Some people, it's it's so sad to realize that. I know. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's always ways to ruin holidays. You know. <laughs> okay, so that's my, the end of my story. Valentine. So, yeah, everything. Everything's cor- great. Corporate date night. Well, the cliche thing Serious. with Thanksgiving, the joke, you know, all the holiday movies is talking about when you get family together. There's like you're making a recipe for disaster in some form, right? There's some funny commercials that I saw this year talking about cooking, where like families just like nitpicking or not appreciating <laughs> the food, and it kind of happened to me, like. I went through this perfect day. Everyone's happy and mm-hmm. appreciate each other. Like, oh, Minji, good job on the food and, you know, whatever. And then at 1030, right, when we're like having our evening drinks, going to bed. I'm exhausted because I've been like worried about food last 48 hours. My dad said some like offhand, unnecessary joke, air quote joke. He always jokes me. My dad loves to joke to the people he loves and just set me off the wrong way. And he was already having a hard time with my brother. And we and we tried. We're like, we're grown-ups. We're like in our 30s. We're not going to. But it ended up in a fight. And it ended up me crying mm. and going upstairs. And I was like, I don't even know why I came home. Yeah. I, I, I definitely had like fights with my brother during Thanksgiving. Before. It happens. Like it's, there are many Just years. When their family this. gets together. That's why, yeah. It's, it's almost cliche. Like move, Thanksgiving movies. Like Yeah. Everyone's How rushing to get home. How can everything go wrong? And then like. And then you realize why you don't live at home anymore. Yeah, you're like, this is why I don't come home. <laughs> man, I got, I'm going home for like two weeks on Christmas, man. Fuck. Good uh, luck. But then you're, you'll be so happy to see your family because you don't... I will be. It's going to be nice. Um, you go back to uh, Maryland? Yeah. Mm. I'm thinking, I mean, gonna I'm going to try... I know, man. I'm going to try to do like a New York trip. I'll be turning 30. Nice. nice. It's going to be like this, you know. But yeah, two weeks. You should take the Excel up. How much the train, that? the Amtrak. How much is that? It's probably the same as flying. Hmm. But it's on the it's like a bus. scenic. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, yeah. Oh, bus. Know. Yeah, you can take the bold bus up. Oh, That's yeah, way the, cheaper. I yeah. took the bus from D.C. Yeah. to New York that one time. The That'll bus fun. is are you, hell. Is it, are, you, are you staying Christmas? Your birthday's Christmas Eve. Eve. Mm-hmm. Are you staying through New Year's then in Maryland? No, no. So let's see. I'm leaving here December 16th to the 30th. I'm going to be in Maryland. And then come back on the 30th. And then on the 31st, my friend's coming in. And I think we're going to San Diego for New Year's Eve. I don't know what's happening. Nice. Ooh, San Diego's nice. Mm-hmm. This Marvin's like territory. Oh, the well, cliches. Speaking of traveling, that brings us to our next topic, which um, is my topic. Since I'm heading off to Taiwan and China and possibly Japan Ooh. Um, over the next couple of weeks. Funsies. Want to see um, your guys's just, you know... <clears throat> um, We've all traveled internationally, you know, anybody have, you know, I guess any travel tips or something? 
Oh. You don't need all those clothes, but that's for me. <laughs> I think I kind of do. So I my, think I do, yeah. My, <laughs> yeah I was like, wait a minute. Wait no, a minute. Wait, wait. My, my issue is I'm going to two separate like climates. Like, I'm going to Taiwan, which is a tropical island. Mm. So oh, it's kind of like, right. it's not like way tropical like Singapore. So it's not crazy hot. So it's about, would be like East Coast fall weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it up right 60, now. 70, <laughs> like overcast, yeah. but like light jacket weather. Yeah. But then I'm going to China, which is um, near Shanghai, which is really cold and snows. So I'm going to mm. need to bring... And if you go to Japan, it'll be the same thing. Yeah. What, really what airline cold. So I'm going to bring my coat. I'm going to bring a coat for sure. What airline? China. They allow two? Two big bags you can bring in? Yeah, I don't want to bring two though. I know, but like... It's Layers, just... man. But you're going to be gone for what? Almost a month? Three weeks? Six weeks. Oh, that's more than a month. Yeah. yeah. So... Buy something there. Or you know, or you br- you bring fit. two. I'm like ten times bigger than every other person in that country. <laughs> That's true. Like you, yeah. Okay. All the sizes 63 were so and raining weird. right now in Taiwan. It's a rainy. It's um yeah. What I found really useful is getting those um, portable cell phone chargers. Like mm. the Ooh. I, I did get one. I got one yeah. for Black Friday. Good call. I got a couple of good those. Call. Yep. Yep. Do you have a good like? Do you want to take mine? I don't need it. Neck pillow? Yeah. I don't need them. Okay. I have the memory foam one, but the, my issue is that I'm a small person, mm. so it's and there's no neck pillow that is comfortable for me. That I same here. Found. I can I fall can. asleep in almost any situation, so like falling asleep is not an issue. But staying comfortable oh, yeah. and not having a messed up neck, especially because you're not a youngster anymore, Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I'm a man. Another another travel thing. Get those like. Okay, I really enjoyed the the liquid form of those sleeping ailments. So there was one that was called like easy sleep that I got. Are those like the, um, like the, like the NyQuil? Yeah. It's like this one has like tryptophan, melatonin. Some of them have like five HTP. So it really relaxes you. But those things really, that thing knocked me out for about like six hours, which was nice. On a flight? Yeah. Nice. Those are really helpful. That, those are prime movie watching hours. Well, I watched a couple of the movies, but then like, you know, you're tired and, yeah. I was really tired. Yeah. I ended up watching movies instead. I watched I watched Ex Machina on my way to. Oh, it was so, so good. good! That's a good movie. Such so a good. good. So good. I'm excited because last time I went I to Asia, I flew on United, uh-huh. which like it's the first time I ever flew. I didn't even know United flew to Asia. Yeah, they fly everywhere. And then I'm everywhere, like everywhere, bro. I don't want to like when I'm flying to Asia. I don't want to feel like I'm on a <laughs> United flight. What does that mean? It's like all the all the air attendants are like old grumpy ladies. And That's like, true. I'm telling my aunt. She works for United. China, I, so I came back with China Airlines. Yeah. And I'm like, man, there's a lot of cute stewards. Oh, my God. It's not even just a stewardess. Flight like, attendants. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It'd be okay if they're like <laughs> nice yeah. grandma, like kind of like, you know, I'd be okay with nice grandma stewardesses because they'd be, be nice, you know. Flight attendants. <laughs> Flight attendants. But like. Nice like, grandma. Grumpy. They're like, I don't want to feel like I'm on a domestic flight, you know. <laughs> You're like treat me grumpy different, just because like <laughs> just because there's unions in America and there's no unions for China Air, so no. they can exploit them yeah, all they want. Messed up. Is there? And there's gotta be at the same time. Also, the food sucks on United too. China Airlines food, Airline, China food Airline was bomb. What? I did not like it. They did, all... you, did you get the Western version or the Eastern version? Well, I mean, they gave me a choice of like, you want like the chicken noodle or the or like the, the steak and rice. So I'm like, I'll take chicken noodle, like the the Chinese style, and mm-hmm. then that tastes the same as like their their like chicken and rice stuff that they had. I think you know it all tastes the same to me. 
Okay. Yogurt was really weird tasting. <laughs> the the dessert that they gave us was really weird. I mean, it was good. I ate everything. But... <laughs> He's like, I ate it all. I hate I mean, stuff. I always never... eat it all though. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm a grown boy. Like I never had a problem with China Airlines food. I would eat it all. I did have a huge problem with United. Food. Really, I, I like, like United. Like... But I'd also like. Um, like, I love airplane food, and I love. Do you? I can't. MREs. Have you guys ever had an MRE? It's a. It's like the military food. Like it's called meals ready to eat. Uh-uh. And then the way you heat it up is like you add water to this like chemical pouch, and then you put it in the pouch. Heats up your food. It's like NASA. Yeah, pretty much. It makes you constipated. Okay. But. And you love, love that. that. Love that. Shit. <laughs> it's like yes. I know <laughs> what I'm getting best. you for your birthday slash Christmas. <laughs> I just. I don't want the old grumpy people. I hear you. Is there, is there, then you should just knock out. <laughs> there's got to be some type of like, what? Okay. So all, all the China airlines, the flight attendants, they were all really tall and like really good looking. I'm sure they have so, the requirements. They yeah. do that for Korean airlines too. It's like a thing. You have to like, well, Korean people, you have to submit a photo and get plastic surgery for anything that you want to do. But I'm sure it's the same <laughs> thing. It's like you have a certain look requirement. Or yeah, they were hire all you. really pretty. And I'm, I was like, this is weird. And you guys are all really tall. Were mm. you part of Miss China pageant? No, get out. <laughs> <laughs> weird stuff. You know what you can do to alleviate the grumpy flight attendants? Be really nice to them. I don't think that works. Have you tried? Yeah, I'm always nice. <laughs> Your nice is still a very like mellow. I sometimes like you, you have a very like uh, even like I'm a very peppy person, and, and that can be annoying. But I think whatever, more, more energy. But it's more obvious. The servers yeah. love me. Okay, I'm very nice when I'm out. You're very calm. I'm just saying, like yeah. Marvin never gonna goes too high or too low. He's just like he's very even. Even cute. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, do they know that you're really excited? Because <laughs> even when you're really excited, you're still pretty Try mellow. It. Well, I mean, well, it doesn't matter. You're on China Airlines now. I'm so. just, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Fly- that's totally fair. I mean, I don't, whatever your flight Whatever. You guys don't have to believe me. but No, no, no. Like, I, you know what? And the thing is, I'm sure because you're a guy and you're a certain age, you know what I mean? Like, they could kind of lump you all together. as like they had a bad experience with those Chinese gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And so they just treat all of y'all like... I hate all of you. <laughs> Get out of my face. True. It happens. Yep. So travel tips. What are more tips? That's what you wanted, right? Don't Hi. don't watch rated R movies in Malaysia. That's a travel tip. <laughs> Why? Because it's all it's censored. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, so like it's, when, it's when a I waste was, of time. All yeah, the good would, rated R stuff is. <laughs> well, even even with like PG thirteen stuff, I went to go watch uh, Spectre, and then I'm I'm assuming there had to been like. A sex scene inspector, right? Like what James Bond are, movie? Isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean there's James you guys Bond is about womanizing. Did you guys watch it? Not yet. I've heard it. mixed reviews. Wait, is there a, is it. there a sex scene on the train? Supposed to be? Yes, there is. Okay. So, you didn't see it. It was like it was like super dramatic. Oh, PG thirteen. The music was yeah. going and then all of a sudden cut. <laughs> and I was like, that was really weird. Well, they didn't show any of like the yeah. They don't show the cut scene or they don't show the sex scenes. They don't show even some of the words. Like there was a scene where the guy said something, but then it was completely dubbed. And I was like, that was that was weird. They do that for airplane movies too. They do like then, um, snakes on the plane. Like uh, Samuel Jackson goes like, 
I'm tired of these mother some, effing no, no something something snakes on this Monday Friday plane. <laughs> Monday Friday plane. <laughs> Monday Friday plane. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. There, there's a there's probably YouTube videos just like with all the oh and there's also censored stuff. There's good movies on China Airlines. Yeah, they well, um, I mean international flights they usually get movies right be- in between when they stop playing in theaters and before they come out. On yeah, TV. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so. I saw Ant-Man. I, saw <laughs> I heard that was good. So good. Ant-Man was really good. Oh, one thing I'm super excited about for my Taiwan trip is I'm going to get to see Star Wars <gasps> a day before all you guys. Shut up. Because they are ahead of us. Because it releases on the 17th in Taiwan. I actually watched the trailer finally because I'm not a what? huge Star Wars fan. And something about when some things, when everyone goes psychotic over it, it kind of turns me off I'm that's like, how i, I feel about like... runyon canyon yeah i haven't done See, i get it See, <laughs> I, 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 I love runyon let's go but like yeah i get it sometimes you're just like i don't want to go yeah everyone's like oh my god runyon's the best i'm like i don't want to go i'm gonna go to temesco canyon <laughs> bye because <laughs> i'm on not the west side yeah i get it but that's oh. how i felt but then like one night i couldn't sleep after thanksgiving which is uh-huh. funny i wasn't that tired i think it's because i was upset with my dad and i just stayed up watching trailers for like two hours there's yeah. some really cool movies. I've done out. that, but falling into that black hole. What do you think? It looks cool, it looks but crazy. I mean, didn't people freaking they flipped out because he said this is like because the a black oh guy. The, the black stormtrooper because white yeah. people are freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, no, there was that um, thing about boycott Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah, life. yeah. And it's it's so it's so like, stupid. Disney's trying to, to like, ruin this white classic, this white movie classic. I don't know. I was like, there's people, a lot of that stuff going just on. It's all the pieces coming together and watching that. I was like, oh. Oh my god! Like that was <laughs> I mean, people freak out when they like put women as like main characters in like yeah, like the whole um the new Ghostbusters right? Mm-hmm. Start, yep, like, yep, yeah. yep. There's people are up in arms about that as well. Oh, also, Kristen Ghost Raven. in the Shell. Yeah. Yup. Well, that's different. That's more whitewashing. I mean, it's but yeah, you know what I mean though. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I stand behind that. <laughs> um, other health tip I would say for and. I don't know if you did this, but just, well, for me, because I get sick all the time, just having a lot of uh, vitamins, vitamins and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, Advil and things like that on hand. Yeah, yeah. Because it can get troublesome and expensive to try to find yeah, something brought, for your headache or whatever when you're there. I brought my vitamins, my Advil. See, Those helped out so much. My fish oil. Um, Pepto-Bismol. Like, I think that's like just in case you're going internationally, you don't know if mm. your stomach's going to be able to handle food, blah, blah, blah. I haven't had any really serious issues with, with food. It hasn't happened that often, but yeah, it has yeah. happened before. So I decided like that's going to be part of my kit, mm. my little plastic baggie of, oh, yeah. of vitamins and emergency <laughs> yeah. and airborne yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Advil and Pepto, the chewables. Those are good. Yeah. Yeah. Stay healthy. Stay classy. Cool. Snacks are important. Gummies. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have my gummy bears. True. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for those uh, travel tips. Hopefully that helps other people out who might be traveling this holiday season as well. Uh, we have one last topic for this segment, which is Minji's topic. Um, and she wants to talk about motivational speakers. Like what's, okay. Get motivated. Way to brush my topic off. Thanks a lot. <laughs> motivational speakers. Marvin is not motivated. He's not motivated. Get motivated, bro. This is this has been my my thing lately. Um, I've been on a really big YouTube kick, so I've been doing this whole thing where I'm trying to 
build better habits basically using my time wiser which i swear to god i want to hear when you're back from maryland like how mm-hmm. you feel now that you're 30 oh yeah it does put a different like shade on things a little bit i like it it's good no, i'm no, not no. trying to over dramatize it i like it i do realize as i'm getting older i'm giving less fucks so it's good yeah and and then you give the right amount of attention to like what really matters right yeah. that's it's yeah. that so th- that was the whole thing of using my time well right mm-hmm. and i feel like as i get older the time is getting faster and it's getting more scarce because i'm doing a lot of really cool things which is great mm-hmm. so one of the things i wanted to do was make sure that i knew what the hell is going on with the world because i noticed that when people brought up different topics about politics or business or just the kind of like the world outside of my micro universe that mm-hmm. i didn't have a lot to contribute and that kind of bothered me because i was like i'm out of touch and should do something about it so I combined, okay, I'm going to listen to NPR every morning, and my app has been my best friend. So every morning, it's become a habit. Turn on NPR, listen to at least a few two, three-minute segments while you make breakfast. Yeah. That's one thing. The other thing was the motivational speaking. I think like that has been something for me that I've just really appreciated to open my mind, kind of in a good way, like lay a smackdown on like how much I'm not, and I can kind of shift my attitude Mm -hmm. to appreciate things and be successful and blah, 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 blah. So I just started on a really big Tony Robbins kick. I just wanted to share that because for me, um, I'm naturally like an optimistic person. But to hear it from somebody else who's lived a longer time and has met millions of people and Mm -hmm. has helped a lot of people, a lot of important people, um, I don't know. Do you guys listen to any of that? I, Tony Robbins is one of them, but he's really dynamic and incredible speaker. I got and, some of his CDs and stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll give it to you if you want. No, I, I got YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that works too. Um, I, I, I do that too, but my, um, I, I like Tony Robbins. I was on like a Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins binge like last, like a couple years ago. Um, so you and preceded then, me. no but actually for me right now it's just getting more in tune with you know my spirituality so like in the morning what i do i'll listen to a sermon i'm a christian so i'll listen to a sermon and you know really focus on that trying to you know live my life that way it's not easy um yeah we're in la i know church church going party guy church going party dude (laughs) that's josh's role this weekend But yeah, it's and I guess that it's a part of like the the spiritual mm-hmm. um, investment in self. I guess to like yeah, put good things in my brain. You need it. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's many successful people who don't do that. Right. Like you know, search like deeper and you no, know, it's not just you. You're right. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I wanted to kind of like. I guess when you say like, oh, there are these people that I really admire. How did they get to where they're going? Mm-hmm. Um, how did they make these achievements happen? Because everybody, to varying degrees, are capable of doing whatever they f- feel like. But like, there are people who did it, and there are people who think about it and don't do it. So yeah. I was like, well, what's what's the difference? True. I mean, I used to listen to a lot more motivational speakers um, back in high school and college, just because I was involved in a lot of student groups and mm-hmm. you know, I go to conferences events and there's always you know um a couple of speakers stuck out um a lot of them i guess once you go to enough especially once i started producing events in college and like booking these people that like you start to realize what they're kind of what they're doing right mm-hmm. you know no yeah we've all heard different yeah. speakers yeah and you know it's just it got to the point where like i didn't really need to like the lessons are all there 
yeah and it just comes ex- execute but um i do like what you said about like there's a difference between wanting to do something and actually doing it mm-hmm. and you know so i watched creed this weekend <gasps> i want to watch creed um, which is really really good um i, I like heard. watch that after the shoot um yeah but um it reminded me of the story of rocky and like um rocky as a franchise has like become known for something like 80s excess kind of over the top mm-hmm. like Rocking wins the Cold War and yeah. all this stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, um, a lot of people don't remember that the original Rocky was a very, very like that, that one Best Picture yeah. in the Oscars. It was a very it understated did? character study, and basically the whole the story of how that came to be was Sylvester Stallone went to all these studios with yep. his he got rejected he wrote, like yeah hundreds or not hundreds but like, he just got rejected everywhere yeah. and said he's just gonna, he was just going to make it. The whole movie cost a million dollars, like, and then it just became like it beat Taxi Driver. Wow. It beat Network. Like, it won Taxi Driver's um, De Niro, right? De Niro Scorsese. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Like, it, like, came out of nowhere and, like, just won a shit ton of Oscars. And the story. And, it's like, this, the meta thing. I know. Yeah. That's really dope. See, and that, that's why, and actually, it's so sad. It's not just Tony Robbins. Like, he's the one lately. But I've watched a lot of um, sports videos, too, where it's just, like, coaches. And I don't know any of these because I don't follow sports. But it's just kind of the, the passion in which they say it. It's nothing that... Um, some of it it becomes not cliche but you've heard it it's nothing mm-hmm. particularly new but it's it's whatever that spirit it brings out of you saying like you need that extra kick in your butt yeah, that morning yeah. or and for me I meditate too so it's not just always like riled up sometimes that that helps me kind of take on the day in this particular attitude some days I just want to be really calm yeah. especially on big days like Collab Star I was just cool as a cucumber that was my goal is to just not get riled up at all just let everything flow and yeah everything yeah we'll go yep well helps when you have a good plan going in. yes yeah yeah but for me i felt like that's something that uh, and my dad's been lecturing the, the dad that i fought with like and cried you know love me i know he loves me that's not what i said but um the dad that i fought with my whole life he's always been putting in that messaging my whole life of like you need to build good habits and if you want to be successful you want to be somebody who contributes something good to the world it has to be consistent like it can't be a fluke mm-hmm. so that's what he always like prodded at me so i guess that was my my way of trying to infuse my brain with like what is it it's like things. habits habits build character character build success is that what it is something, something along like those lines build good habits my favorite everyone. my favorite quote that i still remember from high school from like the very first conference i went to i was in fbla future business leaders of america which is this club where it's pretty much like we competed in like PowerPoint presentation decks and stuff, right? <laughs> nice. so, yeah, which yeah. I am a state champion. Nice. Hello. Um, <laughs> so his PowerPoints are really nice. One of them. Um, <laughs> so this guy, I think his name was Byron Garrett. Um, he said, um, do you, something that you love that you would do for free, mm-hmm. but do it so well you get paid for it. True. Word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Word up. And that's where, I don't know. I just, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, it's been a good part of my life. So I'm just saying that because, Again, time is precious. It's just a realization I've continuously keep really, really learning health-wise and stress-wise. And they're all kind of interconnected. But um, if you guys have time, if this like sparks anybody's interest to listen to stuff. I mean, Tony Robbins is not the only one. But there's a reason. I watched it. I was like, damn, this is there's a reason why this guy gets called on by presidents and saying, bro, I need to talk. (laughs) Like, I need some inspiration. He's good. He's really good. There's a lot of other really great speakers out there, and um, Gary V, yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk, you know him. Uh-uh. He's he's like the social media guru. He's got some really good stuff online. No, you should look him up. I will. 
<laughs> yeah, and he'd be good for collaboration just because he does all the social media. He like, you know, predicted a lot of these things with like Twitter, um, Facebook. And he wrote a book about it like several years before all this shit happened. Uh, he's good. Do you, do you know him? You no, know but him? I think they made fun of him on um, Veep. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but cool. All right. Well, we'll be right back after uh, a quick collaboration update. And um, yeah, we'll talk to Josh about what he's been up to. Woo! And why he's sporting that glorious, glorious goatee. Facial hair. Yeah. It's been two months going. Going <laughs> strong. All right. Hey, everyone. This podcast is brought to you by Collaboration, a national nonprofit organization and a grassroots movement and platform to discover, connect, and elevate Asian American artists in media. Thanks for that, Minji. You're welcome, Marvin. Tell me more about what's happening this month for collaboration. There's a lot of stuff happening. Um, you know, we're taking a little bit of a breather, but there's some holiday events going on in some cities. So please keep an eye out and follow collaboration cities. There's Los Angeles, Chicago, etc. You can find all that information on our website and on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, all the social media links to inform you of our upcoming events happening locally. And uh, we also have some recruiting opportunities coming up in the next month or two where the staff uh, in each of our city chapters are building up again. Yeah. So check out collaboration.org for all that information. Also check out our new content that's been coming out. Uh, we recently, just this week actually, released our Green Room series, which is Yay. a new digital showcase. Um, our first session features Perry and Danielle, and we'll be releasing those videos going forwards, bringing you the best in Asian American talent from all across the Collaboration Network. And let's face it, it's the holiday season. Shopping's hard. Let's make it easy for you all by coming to GummyMall.com slash collaboration, where you'll find a wide variety of t-shirts, hoodies, tanks, even uh, cell phone cases. They come in all shapes and sizes, and Minji, you have a favorite collab sweatshirt. How would you describe its utility to you? Incredibly comfortable, warm, fuzzy, and it rubs what, you know, rubs my life. All about that collab movement. Yeah, so um, if you're looking for a perfect kit for your loved ones... And you yourself. You can't go wrong with a piece of collab swag. Treat yourself, as Aziz tells us. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah. I want to plug the recruiting thing again. Um, you guys, I know that it's it's this is a special time of year where we all get to reflect on on uh, what we did and all the things that are happening around us and how we can kind of pave the way in our lives and figure out our purpose and whatnot. If you've been interested in the collaboration movement and like to help out, it's a really great opportunity for you to meet new people and to contribute to something really fun and, and dynamic. It's definitely part of this journey of Asian American artists and the community so um, check us out and there's a lot of different ways that people can contribute so you never know how you can get involved and uh, take that take that leap yep it's a lot of fun Marvin's so glad that he took that leap <laughs> and yeah if you ever want to write into the podcast um, we're always eager to read your questions just send us an email over at podcast at collaboration.org uh, for any other inquiries, send them to info at collaboration.org. And um, as always, um, please help support this podcast. And we want to, we, we love doing it, but we also uh, would love to reach new people. So if you can share with your friends or just give us a quick rating, if you subscribe to iTunes, um, it will help us out a lot. Retweet those tweets, y'all. We share that. <laughs> All right. 
And that'll do it for this week's collaboration update. Um, now back to the show. Dun, 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 dun. And welcome back to the Collabcast. I'm Marvin Yue, your host, along with my co-host, Christine Minji Chang, and our friend, Josh Han. The Josh Han. Hey! Hey! <laughs> so before we left, we talked, hey. we alluded to your glorious facial hair and how... Thank you. It's very... So Josh Han has been on set the last couple of months. How long were you there for? I was there total uh, two months, and then I shot for like just one day. Like I shot one scene, and then I joined the stunt team, and then been working stunts for the last month. Yeah, so cool. So Josh is on the, the crew for uh, Marco Polo, Netflix's original series. Woo, yes, woo, woo. and he's been in Malaysia for the last couple of months. Yes, growing and his hair. Yep, <laughs> growing his hair, growing not that, cutting my facial that, hair. That's, a very, that's like, the first thing he's been doing. I'm trying to describe this using audio only, but it's a very. It's not just like a go, a full goatee. It's not, but it has like wispiness to it. it has like kind of like you've been riding horses for like the last <laughs> like two months, like conquering. I did not ride, Asia. but there were tons of horses. But no, it, yeah, but like you know, it's grown to a fact that, or to the point where it looks like a full goatee, but it's not because it doesn't really connect. But then I got to style it it's somewhere. It's an illusion. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's there, product, but it's not really it's there. But <laughs> like a little comb. Yeah, because so, the, there's twirly bits that like go down and like kind of <laughs> fill twirly. it in, right? <laughs> this part. I can like do this and like I can Yeah, you it. did do that. <laughs> yeah. You can be like an old 20s like villain. Like, hey, I'm going <laughs> to take your girlfriend. And put them under the With my monocle. And... Oh my God. Get the monocle, please. Get the that monocle. was on my Snapchat. Oh, yeah, but I mean, that's a fake one. I'm saying a real one. Yeah. <laughs> Make it a character. Make it a character. But yeah, how was... Um, so, So you... Were you mainly on the stunt team? And so you were, like, behind... Like, you're, you're like, when, like, the main characters are fighting in the foreground. You're, like, the people in the background. No, no, no. Like, no. So, in or? yeah, so what they do is they have foreground and background. So they have different fights. We learn different fights for the background, different fights for the foreground. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is that none of us did the actual, like, you know, maneuvers that we learned. It's like we just go up to each other. Okay, it's like what college. You, yeah, it's like, what are, you, what are you doing? It's like, okay, I'm going to come over this way. How about you just come kill me? And it's like, okay, cool. All right, fine. So the thing it's like, <laughs> on the show, it's like we just want to die the fastest because after, after we die, we don't have to do anything. So there's like the I guy that's like it's killing. Like college. He's like going on killing everyone. But then like if he kills everybody, then he's just going to be like just standing around, you know, looking like an idiot. But you know, it works out. Everyone knows You're what they're hoping. doing. Yeah, I'm just yeah. imagining like I'm going to be watching Marco Polo for your scenes, obviously. Watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like there's going to be this big battle going on, but only like everyone in the background just dies in the first 10 seconds. <laughs> no, but it's it's so funny because um, actually I, I've, di- I've died so many times. There's like, I got I got shot with an arrow. I get like sliced in the chest. I get sliced in the neck. Um, yeah, it's, I've I've died Marvel a lot. Doesn't skimp on the the violence though. No, no this this season though, it's gonna be pretty awesome. It's like, from what I've seen, it's gonna be almost like the complete opposite. It's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> It's all the director, the director, <laughs> producer. Really I haven't good. seen it yet. I've been watching Master. We can talk about it later, but yeah, um, yeah. I haven't like I don't know why I just didn't check it out. Yeah, I wanted. I, I heard about it because well, I heard the criticism. This is shout out to Naomi. 
about the historical inaccuracy. I heard also that it was very epic and that, you know, that they had this international cast. I heard a lot about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard it was really, yeah. Someone told me it was kind of slow. The, okay, the, so here's a it is. It is always are. Yeah, so they it is. Are. It is kind of slow, but then once you get into it, it's it's a cool story. It is really dramatic, um, and I think the producers and the writers, you know, they heard about it. They heard, okay, maybe it's kind of slow, so we got to really pick it up. Mm. So, like, you know, this this season, you see everyone's different fighting styles. Um, there seems to be just a lot more shit going on. Yeah. So. I was, I honestly, after like episode two or three, again, it's kind of like every show, you have to give it a shot. And if the pilot mm-hmm. kind of gives you some little, oh, maybe there's something there, you go on to episode two and whatever, right? But I thought it built up and I don't think it was boring by like. No, no, not at yeah, all. Like, here's my thing that with some shows where I feel like they go too much the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Like we need to add more sex and violence. And so then it just becomes like a hot mess. And you lose the story. I didn't think it was boring. Personally, no. that's just me. But it, yeah, like it was. Drama. It <laughs> was. You know, a, a lot of people say, and I kind of agree. It was slow to start. Yeah. But then it picks up towards the end. So what was okay? So you were telling me. Okay, so I got to learn a lot about this behind the scenes stuff because I follow Josh on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah, I see your snaps of like the horses, the burning, village, the burning everything, yeah, the yeah. fake, 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 fake. Everything is fake. Like the trees look so real, and I'm like, oh, cool, but. There's, they're all zip tied together. Yeah, I all the leaves. You, you, you like zoom in on it. Yeah, I was like tie. zip tie here. Fake. Fake. But no, the set, they were beautiful. One of the, like the set that I was on, I was doing all the fake, fake, fake stuff. They made like this little lake inside, and it was like the attention to detail that they have is is it's amazing. Like the set looks real. Did you watch them make it, or is it already? Yeah, just- yeah. So on on set, they're building everything. Like they're building the rocks, the trees, all like the furniture. Some of the furniture, some of the stuff they actually they they bought like you know at like a, at a market or something like that. Very cool. But yeah, the attention to detail it's it's amazing. Like what they have on set, like on all the villages and like the the castle. I always Crazy. thought it'd be that really Netflix fun. money. Yeah. Well, I always thought it'd be really cool to be like a set designer. Like if the acting thing didn't pan out. Like I had a <laughs> list of things. Like I yeah. want to be a makeup artist. Like I think that's so cool to literally turn transform something into a thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah. Be Asian makeup artist. We talk about this. Yes, we've talked about yeah. this. The Asian that a lot of makeup artists. You probably can't would need that Asian on Marco eyes. Polo. Yeah. <laughs> like I've been on set and they've uh-huh. like ruined my eye makeup because they don't know how to do eyeshadow on Asian eyes. Hmm. I never had that problem. You didn't have a problem. But you did do like, <laughs> you, you had the rosy I had, I had the I had the Mongol cheeks. Yeah. And they did it so well that when I first met um, Benny, I was like, whoa, what's going on with his cheeks? <laughs> but it, it, it just looks like they're so meticulous with their, with the brush. Mm. And then they're making the Mongol cheeks like just little, like hand by hand, little movements. And I'm like, it's, it's amazing. How long did that take you when you had to get it done? For me, my hair and makeup for my character, which is the brooding militant, best brood, type of militant. Brood. It's brooding. brooding. But um, that took do you, about. Do you, all, would you smolder a lot, like. like no, no. It's just I'm just up. like looking at the window, and I'm just like really angry, and you know, I'm like really anxious about the something. Facial hair adds to it. It's no, and they angst. actually they actually elongated my facial hair. They um, put extensions on your facial hair. Yeah, and then they, what they do is it's crazy. He's been riding a horse for months. That, that doesn't have time to shave. I know, I get it. Yeah. Who's got time for that? And it's to keep him warm. Yeah, His chin warm. They actually, you saw the picture, conquer, right? Yeah. So they had to, they had to give me 
a wig, my hair was like down to my chest. And then the way it looked actually really real. Um, but then what they do is they have to like pull my hair back, put this product that is really, it's like jelly rubbery. Like tacky. Yeah. So they pull the hair back, pin it in, and then put like this like horse, not horse hair. It's like a yak hair, I think, or something like that. Oh, no, wow. that's, no that's for the beard. <laughs> yeah, the yak hair is for the beard. <laughs> and then the hair comes from, I guess it's just donated in. Okay. But they put like this hair net on and then they put the weave thing on and then they like mesh it. There's like this mesh here and they blend it in and it looks like it's my hair. How long did that take? For me, it took about an hour and a half. Wow. But then I had other other people on set. It took like maybe three hours for their hair because some of the hairs are they're really intricate. That's what I'm saying for like movie magic when you watch behind the scenes for like say Lord of the Rings or like the big one that everyone talked about at the beginning when music videos and all that stuff became such a huge thing was Michael Jackson when he did Thriller. Like how mm-hmm. many hours and how many layers and how many blends and dry and blend and dry and blend, you know. Like, like what is it? X-Men, Mystique. Yeah. Her costume took like eight hours or something I'm like that. I bet at least. She did full body. Yeah. Which is crazy because, you know, when they, when they have like your pickup time, they have time for your makeup and then like, you know, you chill, you eat, then you shoot. So I can't imagine what that would be like for a this is all like to transport you all back to the days of Marco Polo. See all the work that goes in. Yeah, and it's crazy. And I was asking like the costume lady too. I was like, "Wow, like all these people are helping you out to wear your costume, really intricate costume." And I was asking, I asked, I was like, oh, "I wonder how they did this like back in the day. Like, did they have people help them out?" And they were like, "Well, they just kind of kept it on." And, you know, they didn't really shower that much. So I was like, oh, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. People back in the day were smelly. Must have been fragrant, yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, it's organic. <laughs> get it wet, get rusty. Yeah, yeah. Well, then you're like fighting and sweating and riding. But yeah. That's the burly men of the warrior days for you. True. They smell like a man. <laughs> That's but intense. like, you know, like the Mongolian Empire was actually very like, it was very progressed. Like, they Oh, dude. Of, yeah. yeah. They like... Man, they almost conquered everything. Yeah, it was it's crazy. And like, because I remember reading a little bit, little bit about it, like the way they like subjugate their like conquerees. I guess, yeah, yeah. Is like they like they maintain their original culture. They just apply like administrative layer on top. Yeah, right. And like, oh my gosh! And th- this reminds me of um, there's this podcast ah something history I forget what it's called. But they did a they did a segment for Mongols, and then one of the segments my friend was telling me about was uh, the way that they like they executed and tortured people, and one of them was just so intense. What they did was they built like this like box or this hole, and they built like this platform. They filled the hole with like their prisoners. They built the they put the platform on top of them, and then they would all come. And they would just sit on the platform and they would eat and just hang out on the platform where it slowly just like that is crushed people. so uh, awful. And I'm just like, oh my God, that's so like, it's just. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the heck, man? How do they now. even think about that? Yeah. I'm going to cry. Humans are awesome. Awful. <laughs> awful. Yeah. Oh. The Silk Road. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So yeah, overall, this is an amazing time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely. you were talking about how you were, um, your your stunt team was like international. Oh like, yeah, German. yeah. Like, but like, 
So everyone was like ethnic Chinese, Vietnamese, like East Asian, but like from all across the world, right? No, no, no. Yeah. So there was, we had a lot of, there was a lot of white people. Then they were from like Australia who lived in Beijing. Mm. Some people from the UK that lived in, the Be- in, in Beijing. And then we had um, the German team. They were called Real Deal Action. You can look it up. They just like finished a movie. Um, but yeah, it's a Korean guy, Vietnamese guy, and uh, a white guy. I don't know where he's from. I think he's just he's just German. But yeah, they all speak German. But then you know, Fong, who's Vietnamese, he speaks. It's crazy. They're all everyone's trilingual. We have the guys who are from Kazakhstan. We got the Chinese guys who did like The Matrix and um, John Wick. And then we've had um, a few other people who did stunt coordinating for you know really big movies. One of them. He's doing one for uh, Wonder Woman. Crazy. Um, these guys are super talented. Big ups to them. So would the, if they were featured, or maybe because it's background, it's not a big deal, if they were not of like, if they didn't look Asian, do you just like yellow face them, costume? No, no, no. Actually, I can't say it. Okay. But Never. <laughs> Don't there, break there, your there, NDA. There is, there is use for the non-Asian Oh, looks. I mean, yeah, 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 for sure. But then all the Asian-looking uh, stunt guys were used in, like, the main fights. Right. And um, now I'm going to just pay attention to all of them. I'm going to know, like, what are yeah, these yeah, yeah, yeah. Over here, bro. Over here. Come <laughs> I mean, at the me. The Mongolian Empire stretched all the way to Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I'm saying because, like, the majority of that cast is, I mean, the thing that they talked about is that it's vast majority Asian mm-hmm. cast. Yeah. And it's international, so I'm just curious how yeah, it's yeah. made up. That's the fun part. But that the Chinese team, man, they're all like wushu champs and it's crazy stuff. <sighs> I'm so jealous. I'm just sitting here like, oh, I want to go on an interview. It was, it was, man, it was bittersweet for sure. Like when I was there, I couldn't wait to leave because one, like, just, just, I'm just talking as a guy. There's not that many pretty girls there. <laughs> and then... Too like you know the food isn't the best. Miss taco trucks and barbecue. Yeah, man, and they like they had. So we were we were in this place called uh, Nusa Jaya, and it's like about an hour away from uh, from the Singapore border, and then the next big city is Johor Bahru. They would call it JB, but still, you know, it's really it's it's third world. Um, they had Korean food there, but it, it obviously wasn't the best, and it wasn't good. It, it's fine. But um, you're spoiled with anybody who's even know. in LA is mad spoiled. Seriously, yeah. it's just the truth. I hear so. We eat more barbecue here than in actual Korea, right? Yes, because yeah. cows are very hard to come by <laughs> over there. Beef is very very expensive. Yeah, we're very very spoiled here with good food. Mm-hmm. But I think still though, because we, we were talking before he left, like this is just a really amazing kind of once in a lifetime experience and. Glad you went, man. It's and it so wasn't cool. even me. I mean, to be honest with you, it's it's it was really serendipitous again. And this is like how I, my life works. It's like I I do something drastic, but something else happens. So I, I quit my job, and you know I called up my cousin, who's on the show, Rick Yoon, and he was like, "Yo, come out here. I'll fly you out." I'm like, "Okay." So he flew me out, stayed there. He introduced me to everyone, creator, directors, all the actors, and um. And I just found out that he actually he was telling people that he's bringing me on like a week before I actually came. So, and he literally he straight up just asked the guy, "Hey, let's let's get this guy, get a, get a role for this guy." And then he's he, big, he's tall. Yeah, he could be a Mongolian. 
So first, the first thing I did was I did extra work, which sucked. Like, I'm like pretty good with extra. I'm not going to do that. But and, were you part of the extra crew for our House of Cards when they were up? No, in no, I wasn't. You know? I was already here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, did one extra work, one one scene, but then it didn't they didn't even get used. It. I I I was I dressed up in this armor that was really heavy. <laughs> and then we weren't even on screen. It and was doing just, nothing. We did nothing. It was miserable. so stupid. I was like, "This is this is so dumb." Why am I here? And then they shot my scene um, after I came back to LA. Mm-hmm. Flew back, shot my scene. It was one day. And then after that, you know, I was going to leave because oh, this is another interesting topic: is uh, the Indonesian haze. That shit is so fucked up. What they're doing in Indonesia, they're 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 like. Illegally burning all these like uh, palm for for palm oil. So these all the forests, all the trees, and it's causing this smoke, and it goes over to Singapore, and it goes over to Malaysia, and like the air quality is so bad. Like when you look up, it looks like yellowish green. Yeah, we didn't see blue skies for about like a month in. So I was going to leave, but then it started clearing up. So. One day when me and Rick, we came back from Bali and I was like, huh, it's really nice out. Like I could see the, the moon. Sky. Yeah. It was nighttime. And then like we could smell like when the haze was there, you can smell the smoke. It does, it smells really smoky. It, yeah. It's just a really weird feeling. But um, uh, this is ironic yeah. that you're saying this while all the world leaders are in Paris right now discussing climate change or climate con- like. Yeah. Change. Yeah. Yeah. It was the same way the last time I went to because I've. The last time I went to Beijing, like it was the same thing. Like it was a morning, we were having breakfast at the hotel. I look outside. Oh, look, it's fog out, and everyone's like, no, "Yeah, not, that, yeah that's exactly. not fog. Exactly, it's not like fog. street level smog." In, yeah. it's like so. Like that's it's bad when it gets like it doesn't even get that bad in LA. Like, no, but LA is not there, that bad. You know? at, in Singapore, like those your snaps. I was like, that's like it reminded me of China. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, really in Singapore, bad. I was like, oh, it's overcast. And then I met up with a friend's friend, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's the Indonesian haze. I'm like, what's that? He's like, oh, they're just burning stuff. And I didn't really think of it. I was like, okay, well, cool. And then when I, when I went to Malaysia with my cousin, you know, we were talking about it, and I looked it up, and I was like, oh, my God, like, this is causing some serious problems. Like, they would have, like, school closures because the kids can't play outside. They had this. They were, yeah. like, organizing this mass evacuation I mean, that was part of the whole, like, so you know how Unilever does a lot of, um, like, beauty, like, let's teach our children to feel pretty campaigns. And then there was this, like, kind of an attack ad on them using the same exact, like, um, shot and editing, but with, like, showing that, like, to make your dub soap bars, you're using palm oil, and it's, like, it's creating, like, chaos for, like, like, children in, like, Malaysia or Indonesia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's the always more like you, you know, know, there's a flip side, <laughs> y'all. This I, I honestly see for me uh, is all these dots connecting in my head. But there's I need to watch this video. There's like some counter Black Friday video that's being made. This is like the power of media, y'all. Mm-hmm. But it's like one idea or one concept to kind of counter the mainstream culture saying like, yeah, it's good to go buy all the things on one day and spend all your money on like presents. And that's what Christmas is about. And if you don't love the people you're around, you're not going to get them their 50 inch screen TV, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, there's a consequence for all these things. Right. And so I'm like, people don't really think about that. And I, I know cause people don't want to think about like, Oh, what are, what am I doing to contribute to something that's like damaging the world or whatever, especially yeah. somewhere where you don't ever go to or see. But 
I don't know. That's why it's important to see stuff. Like, honestly, your Snapchat scared the crap out of me. And I don't want to, like, I personally don't really want to go to Asia sometimes because I'm scared of my, like, yeah, your <laughs> I'm health. Come back, like, yeah, have yeah. lung problems. Yeah. And, and this, is, this is, like, another thing, too, with, um, you know, like, as labor laws outside of the U.S. Because mm-hmm. they had us going with, you know, diesel smoke. And we're fighting in the background with this diesel spike. And we're all just it's sitting elevated, there. Uh, yeah, and we're breathing we're, even harder. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're inhaling this stuff, and then you know we make a complaint about it, and they said they'll they'll adjust it, and then you know no adjustment has been made, and then <laughs> one of the ads, they're just kind of standing around and just making sure the actors and everyone else is okay, but then once they complain, or one of the or once one of the actors complain, then they're like, oh my god, like okay, something's got to. Something's got to give. So, like, one day they were like, we're going to, there were six diesel engines that they were running. They're going to shut down three. So, cool. That'll be, that'll reduce the smoke. And then the next day comes and then they just like ramped up just to three. And it just seemed like there's even more smoke. And then we were all just like really frustrated. And yeah. Yeah. That's but, really scary. Well, I mean, you guys are, you know, stunt people, their, their bodies, their lungs are like their, breadwinner right yeah no yeah. i mean our, our the physique so i mean i'm not really like a stunt guy but then you know just you know experiencing that it's just not cool yeah <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. not cool and it's, it's it's so it's so dangerous and but they got their shot you know yeah what I, mean? I mean i saw a infographic about how like just a day in beijing outside is like smoking 40 packs of cigarettes that's what Fuck i heard yeah that, because my Holy friends, like, yeah, like, I have friends who have health problems that, and this is just for a normal healthy person, but my friend who has health problems from the Bay, he has family out in China, and he just, like, literally can't go see them. It's just not a good idea. It'll, but even, even with it LA, might kill him. Even with L.A., I mean, there's a study that has, like, the kids who grow up in L.A., their lung capacity is, like, I don't know, 15, 70% less than people mm-hmm. who live out, you know, right. outside of L.A. because of the smog and everything. Yeah. And they've been working hard to, like, reduce that. I think yeah. I just remember because I've driven down to L.A. my entire life. You know, I've always come down here every year. And you can see it because you're coming down mm-hmm. from the grapevine. You can see the smog. And to be honest, I drive up and down so frequently. I do notice that, like, compared to what I used to see as a kid, again, this is just from memory, but it has reduced. It's not as thick. Yeah. It used to be pretty, like, disgusting It was looking. also incentives with, like, electric hybrid cars. Oh, right. oh and there was this, yeah. other, this other interesting fact. It's like, but with all the pollution, just from, like, automobiles, it's, like, nothing compared with the pollution with, like, live, Industry, right? It, or, or, like, livestock. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then there, there was this thing about... All those um, cow, meth- cow farts. Methane. All those cow farts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. They fart a lot. But off topic, yeah. <laughs> well, that's I mean, but that's 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 yeah. what you learn from like traveling internationally, working internationally, true, true. and you were there to work. You weren't there like you know, yeah. it's a different kind of work than a lot of yeah. people experience. That's dope, though. That's awesome. That's interesting. Yeah, definitely a life changing thing, and it makes me like want it even more. So yeah. I'm super happy. Super, I'm like definitely one of the lucky ones. And you appreciate um, the sky. I do. When I came here, I was like, oh, my God, this is L.A. sky. is so beautiful. When I was uh, with the stunt team there, uh, the haze was gone. So, yeah, beautiful sunsets, beautiful sunrise. You know, it was, it was awesome. The last, like, two weeks we were there, we were working nights from 4 p.m. to 6.30 in the morning because we had to get these night shoots. So, like, we were filming, like, these different fight scenes. 
Um, we did like this huge explosion. It was it was really cool, really cool stuff. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. Um, we're gonna do a quick email before we before we sign off. Oh, but no, uh, no. yeah, we got an email from Lauren from hey. SF. Um, if you want to write us an email to be read on the podcast, write to us at podcast at collaboration.org. Uh, but yeah, Lauren writes, hi, Minji, Marvin, and possible guests. Me. That's Josh. Throughout 2015, we've seen TV shows emerge that have better enhanced the presence of Asian Americans in the mainstream media. Some of, some of these shows have lead characters who are Asian American like My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Master of None, whereas other shows have nearly all leads played by Asian Americans such as Fresh Out the Boat and Dr. Ken. Out of all these shows that have popped up this past year, which show is your favorite and why? Also, do you have a favorite episode of said show? And if so, which one is it? Looking forward to hearing your answers. And as always, keep up the good work, Lauren. Mm. Mm. Well, I'll start. Out of those, I actually really like Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah, it's a um, show. And I, and I think, you know, it's not about Eddie Huang anymore. It's about his mom. Because <laughs> she's like the quirky mom in the, in the, in the, in the show. So like, yeah. She's a hit. She's yeah. a hit. This season, especially with Eddie, like, not officially involved with those narration, they've been yeah, able yeah. to kind of spread the um, spread the load so that it doesn't, like, there's been less Eddie-centric episodes, even yeah. though he's still ostensibly the main character, but a lot more episodes that focus on the parents, which is, yeah. who are, like, ran, no, Randall and Constance are, like, the real, like, breakout stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then just the juxtaposition between, like, Randall Parks, Lewis's, um enthusiasm for american culture and like jessica Huang's like kind of asian mom yeah tiger mom <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. it's um they've been they've been killing it lately they had a really great thanksgiving episode oh, i need to Filled catch with up awkward like moments up. yeah it's really good i haven't watched enough episodes this was a bad question for me you answer <laughs> <laughs> um so i'm pretty sure minji's gonna talk about master of none since we've both been watching that so i'll save that for her um, Thanks, I've actually Mark. been catching up with my crazy ex-girlfriend, which is another new show that has been really great. Like it's Who's a, um, it's Rachel, um, Rachel Bloom, um, who is a YouTube, um, star, mm-hmm. um, but it also stars Vincent Rodriguez, the third as Josh Chan, who is the uh, romantic oh, yeah. um, lead. So who's, okay. she's like trying to get, so yeah. the premise is, you know, it's high powered lawyer, who's miserable in New York, moves to West Covina, which is right mm-hmm. in the San Gabriel Valley, uh, right next to where I live, mm-hmm. um, to chase her, you know, her, like the one that got away, which yeah, is yeah. this Filipino guy named Josh Chan. So it's a pretty good show. It's, um, it deals a lot with just kind of the craziness of modern dating and a little bit, touches a little bit on mental illness as well. Um, but also it's very much a, the setting is just like they hang out at boba shops. Yeah, know, yeah. Like, they had a whole episode where a whole um, where she ch- attends Josh's um, family's Thanksgiving, which is like a big Filipino Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner with like which is epic and like just full of just Asian people everywhere. Yeah, yeah, right? lumpia. And you know, there's some great songs. And then the the, the song for that um, that specific show was a song called um, "I Give Good Parent," uh-huh. which is all about how she's going to come and seduce your parents <laughs> <laughs> so that they accept her because she's you know. Yale educated. It, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like Asian parents dream, mm-hmm. you know. Interesting. I need to watch these shows. It's pretty good. I need to um, watch that one too. It's super dark, which like I like dark humor. Yeah. Um, but it's also super hilarious. Hello. It's a mu- it's, it's also it's a musical show too. So they have like, <gasps> two songs per like per episode. Good yeah. 
That's so awesome. We were just talking about we, we need to make a musical. No. Collaboration we needs to do a musical, musical. something. Yeah. So we need to watch that and get inspired and then write a musical. Yeah, the great thing is the show hasn't been doing well ratings-wise. It's been getting raves on critical reviews. Mm, and that's then good. The CW has a track record of this. Like This happened with um, Jane the Virgin too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where like it didn't get a lot of buzz until after she won her Emmy. Mm. And then like... But everyone's like, I need to pay attention yeah, to this show. Yeah, but the reason they got, it made it that long is because <laughs> yeah. CW gave it a chance. So C, even though it hasn't been doing well in ratings, um, the CW just gave it an extended um, episode. Um, by. Cool. Because so, they knew it was a good show. Yeah. Wonderful. Which is great. So everyone should go watch it so that we can make sure we get to a season two. Um, it's, Do it. It's the lead into Jane the Virgin, which is also a great show. Um, oh, have you ever seen that show? That's also on yeah, Netflix. I, I want to watch that. Yeah, it's like, it's pretty cool because the way they shoot it, the way they like they edit it, it's kind of like a telenovela. Kind of super dramatic, but mm-hmm. it's also very grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's a great show. Cool. I will watch that. Yeah, I'll watch that in my leisurely time, which I have a little bit more of now, mm-hmm. which I've been using to watch Master of None. Yeah, that's my show. I mean, here's my thing, Lauren. I don't know. I can't accurately choose out of your list because I have not watched every show on that list, and I'm definitely not up to speed on the ones I have watched. The one that has caught my attention and kept me uh, like laughing out loud and feeling really entertained and just like my heart has all the feels all that stuff is master of none so what was your favorite episode because for me like i know everyone raves about the second one parents and the fourth one indians on tv just because of like mm-hmm. it's showing a, a narrative that we all know but like it's the first time it's been like presented to like a mainstream audience uh, personally i really like nashville though. nashville is really sweet it's very sweet i really like the feminism one I thought it was hilarious. It was just really, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to do any spoilers, but I, I really did like the parent one. But then the feel, the thing is, I think just perspective is like we talk about that subject a lot. Mm. And I've seen, uh, I've watched a lot of Aziz's well, uh, stand-up like, yeah, like, where he's done, said all those jokes. Maybe it's informed like after you've seen Aziz's stand-up that you bring it to the podcast. But a lot of the things that they bring up in that show is stuff that we've talked about like a lot on this on this show right so for me it's not as fresh because it's not like someone introducing a new concept you're yeah, like oh yeah. i never thought of it that way kind of thing right i still appreciate it, it was really well done he's hilarious but it's i still freaking cool, love like, alan yang but that feminism that feminism mm, that feminism um episode like the beginning like i don't want like it's not a spoiler because it's like the code open but like just the, like the juxtaposition between like um aziz and his friend walking on the street being all like goofy and then the girl walking like they're playing horror music yep. and like that is real <laughs> that's reality that is real and, and the guy like it just captured it so well it just yeah. showed you in like two minutes i was like yep and the guy's like give a nice guy a chance yeah right. yeah oh uh, okay once people watch it i don't want to spoil it but oh my god so many thoughts and it's exactly what you and i have ranted about to and they put it in the show and i was like aziz i love you did he did he direct that one I don't think he directed th- that was Lynn Shelton, I think. Okay. Yeah. And it for me, I think Master of None just it vibes well with my kind of humor. I love it's Alan Yang from Parks and Rec, which is my favorite show. And um it's that type of humor. It's really smart, very witty, and it doesn't, I think, try to make anybody else feel like shit. It's just trying to point it's just commentary. It's just saying like this is how it is. Yeah. So and we can laugh at it, we're gonna laugh at it, but it also kinda just makes you think. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate the way that they the style and it gets better. Like you know, I was not a big fan of the pilot, but again, give it a shot. I like and the pilot, huh? I like the pilot. It wasn't bad, but it just wasn't obviously my favorite episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it, it it's keeps definitely going. not a good attention grab. But it's good. I'm yeah. only two episodes in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of them is really, I really like them. So the Nashville episode, which is like his first big date with like his like you know 
the girl that plays. Well, anyways, um, it's shot really well too. Yeah, it's they like, shot it's it really very, well. Like, it's and funny it's, when yeah. you think with shows like you you don't notice that something's bad until you see something bad. You're like, mm-hmm. why do I not? What is happening right now? They just, yeah. they they had a lot. They have a really good team. So yeah, yeah. very generational too. It's kind True. of it's kind of cool that you can't go wrong with any of these shows that feature Asian. It's like it's almost like we're like shoving this in your face, Hollywood. Like it 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 can work out. You know, it's not it's not a money sink. You know, people want to watch this stuff. People rave about this stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Let's make more. Let's do better. That's right. And with that, we're going to end this podcast. Uh, thanks, Josh, for joining us. Thanks for having Welcome me, guys. Welcome home. Thank yeah. you. We'll see what happens next week. It's going to be my first podcast overseas. So we'll Ooh. see if Minji can figure out how to put this thing together and get me on the Skype So there call. might not be a podcast. No, there will be a podcast. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll just give myself a lot of lead time. Yeah, just remember the. You need to. Yeah, remember the. Solid make, red. Make sure to record. Yes. Yes. Oh you know gosh. what? The timer was going. The red light was on. It was just blinking. It wasn't solid. And yeah. Um, in case you don't hear from me because we can't figure this out. You will. Stop. Stop. <laughs> That's mean. All right. Thanks for joining us. Bye, guys. We'll see Bye. You later. Bye. Disco guy, excuse me, I heard bang bang, I heard shots. The mean barge in the interrupt your workshop. Without you, the show stops. I heard you're thirsty, so I got you a cold pot. Hey, girl, hit me with your.